0: So hey guys, um, this is the Tech for Africa podcast, and this week I'm just trying to make put some emotions into my face so that I can be more human, right? And I don't look like a robot talking in front of a mic because over the weekend I saw something that scared me. I saw an AI reporter, an AI show host basically, and it looked really lifelike. It looked really realistic. मेरी on be the job learning, शुरू हो गई है और 2024 तक मैं देश की सबसे अच्छी जर्नलिस्ट होने की कोशिश करूंगी। उम्मीद करती तब आपसे एक
1: करने का मौका मिलगा
0: I mean, I can see comments that oh, it's not yet human, it's robotic, but they are just a little, they are just a few steps away. So it's having me think, what is the future of humanoid? co-host of the Tech Point Africa podcast. And I'm also worried about this, my guys here. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> <laughs> this is very huge Why are
1: you worried about you? Like,
0: this, this is how you talk. I, I'm, I'm not very so, robot. So, flutter with, <laughs> stole customers' accounts. I mean,
2: there's no emotion. like
0: Flutter with, stole customers' accounts. That's what we should be saying.
2: You are trying to pretend to be stoic. So. That is what you are trying to be are stoic trying to trying to yes was are you a christian yes i am
0: why are you why are you not stoic um so you're supposed to be, supposed to be optimistic
2: yeah, yeah i mean stoics are so funny enough um if i mean you can be christian and stoic actually mm. yeah i mean not like the what do you call it so there's, this, there's an aspect of, of it that, that, is that yeah that kind of works with your... So you're yeah, like Job,
0: shall we only expect good things
1: from God? Shall we not also expect Exactly.
2: Things? I mean, that's actually, in a way actually the actually the whole concept of Christianity. Uh-huh. I mean, Suffering. in this you, world, you have tribulations.
1: If you guys continue... So just spending time to talk about no, 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 no. It's, it's AI will just choose AI over you guys. <laughs> and then you no, play. no, but this
0: is what brings life to the whole conversation, right? Mm. AI is about to take our jobs. So what? Yeah. What else are we good for, if not the philosophical Harrible. reflection? So try to put some emotion in your face when you are talking.
2: All right. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not bothered or worried. I've said it before. You go to farms. Exactly.
0: Okay. You know, there's really no internet in rural areas, but yeah. of course, the good news is South Africa is bringing free Wi-Fi to taxis. Bulu, okay. I don't think you have much issues with facial expressions and voice intonations, but yeah. Okay. So
2: do your thing. Yeah, so. We would um, need, we, we need to take a pool of our audience. I need, I need to know if they actually think the same about me. Okay,
0: if if you are watching this, please drop a comment. If you are listening to this, please find and tag him so that it will not look like it's somebody else are talking about. Just tag him. (laughs) All right, go gone. All
1: right. So if you live in South Africa, there's a likely chance that uh, the taxis you'll be in will have Wi-Fi, Mm -hmm. and you'll be able to, you know, you get with free Wi-Fi while you are commuting to wherever it is you are going. So this is the initiative of Vodacom and Nestas. Um, If you don't know Nestas, Nestas is a vehicle tracking and telematics company, right? So what they are trying to do is get you, if you are, you know, committing, they they want you to enjoy, you know, connect via Wi-Fi, don't use your own, you know, data to connect and, Yeah, if you don't understand what telematics means, Nestas is a company that does vehicle tracking and telematics, so that just simply means um, it's something like IoT, right, Um, Mm. Internet of Things, where you connect, um, you know, vehicles with um, communication devices so you can, you know, know where someone is at, at a particular moment, or to an extent, even do some remote controlling, you know, from wherever it is that you are. So that's what they basically do. So these things that they have in those cars already, um, can now double as a Wi-Fi router, Mm. right? And they already have it in about over 3,000 cars already. So now that it's in those 3,000 cars, those other cars that don't have your Wi-Fi router can now connect to it. Mm. So because they said about 60% of, when it comes to the transportation in in South Africa, taxis, people use taxis 60% of the time. Right, so there are a lot of taxis on the road. So if your own car does not have the router, rent- and unlike uh, on the road, can't have it, then you can connect. Yeah. So, but there's, there's a play here, right? They said to get access to um, oh, the free wifi, you need to watch some ads in the
2: car. <laughs> I,
1: it makes sense. <laughs> you watch some ads and you give free wifi. Mm, so, okay, it reminds
0: me of this Nigerian startup that wants to get yeah. wifi in public bus stops, atmosphere. So it's that same kind of principle. You are you waiting I mean, if if you're in Lagos for example mm-hmm. and you live in really, really busy bus stops. So you go to Allen Junction for instance in the evening and while you're waiting for fights to enter bus, mm-hmm. you start browsing the internet and but yeah, that's the concept of bus stop makes sense, but taxis is just you in a taxi. Mm. Does the value of one customer in a taxi, I I would understand if it was a public bus, Mm. like a BRT, Mm. where many customers Mm. can be leveraging that Wi-Fi at the same Mm. time. So all of them are watching ads. But with taxis, most of the time it's one person, two persons at most. And they use the Wi-Fi, they watch the ads, but it's that enough value for them to actually install these taxis. Are they anticipating that the... You mentioned that taxis like their most, uh, yes, most common yes. form of transport. Mm-hmm. So is that going to be enough to offset the amounts they will actually have, have to spend to install devices like this?
1: Okay, so I don't think they are spending a lot to um, install those devices. Like I said, um, it's a vehicle tracking and telematics company. Um, the, they already have these things installed in the taxis already. So they are just making it those things double as... wi-fi router so i'm guessing it's not costing um, costing them as much money so and to the question of is just one person in tax i mean there are a lot of taxes so Mm. if probably taking
2: multiple trips i mean i i I even
1: think they might be making more money from this than from um, the people paying for the transportation Mm. paying for the rights because ads ads is i mean look at google facebook ads is good money it's shrinking yeah,
0: the ad revenue is shrinking globally,
1: but it's it, it's it's still big. Well, it's still it's big, still, it's still big. like the biggest. Yeah. Still. So, if you get a company on board and tell them, oh, people are taking sixteen thousand rides in a day in a particular location, and you know, you have information on those people, right? Okay, 60 percent of them work at here. Yeah, they are of this age. I mean, is
0: that not privacy concern? <laughs> I,
2: well i, I mean, guess it is so I mean, what i'm wondering is the, to this wi-fi router so let's say you know how Lagos traffic is yeah and i have a car and i have a wi-fi router in it can someone who is close by access it should wifi? be passworded right yeah like if they if they can maybe sign up so just the same with public wi-fi the public wi-fi company so mm. now these companies don't just serve i mean the wi-fi doesn't just serve the person in the taxi serve maybe people. anybody within close proximities yeah. Well,
0: that that makes sense. So, I don't know why we're preparing the script for this. I was playing around with something, and probably Gracious would have been asking who is doing this yes. in the article. Yes. It was me, I'm sorry. <laughs> but i was trying to create a tabular format of initiatives like this in different, different countries. So, we're seeing countries like the United States. Mm-hmm. They piloted it in New York. They tried to pilot it. There was a concept, but it never really kicked off. And it also happened in the UK. Uh, I think South Korea, Korea, India, Mexico, and Spain. In Yeah, South Korea, India, Mexico, and Spain. So in India, it was Uber. And apparently, it actually enhanced the experience for most of these uh, customers. And it made the space competitive, because after Uber did it, another ride-hailing startup called Ola or Ola. Kind of uh, jumped I on. I don't know. It should be older, right? Yeah. Forgive me, for my Nigerianness. But yeah, that's it's a, it's going to be an interesting one to see how this will play out. Yeah. But it's happening at a time when different countries in Africa are playing in the whole transportation sector from different angles, right? So we have free Wi-Fi in South Africa, which is I think it's private sector led. Is it government led? Yeah. It's private sector led, right? There are private companies. Yes. Okay. So. But in Ghana, we are hearing there's a
2: levy that has been lifted for ride-hailing companies. What, what's the story there? Yeah, so the, the d- digital, um, digital Vehicle Licensing Agency mm. of Ghana, they've been talking about imposing okay. a levy on ride-hailing companies. So that levy was supposed to go in, uh, going to force on April 1st this year. And it appears it did, but it didn't last too long. So... Um there was a report late last late last night um by a Ghanaian media company, local media company, that was saying they've they've lifted it. So initially when it was when it was announced, customers were would I say revolting or they spoke up against it. And the idea was that for every trip you take, there's an extra one C D added to it. And uh, a lot of the users' reactions were why do I have to pay an extra? So imagine you take an a, a boat ride or uber ride in nigeria and then you're now having to pay an extra maybe hundred naira for each trip you take so yeah a lot of them were against it and by yesterday night we heard that it had been lifted so the the levy is kind of a tax and one of the concerns people had or let's say is it concern now but one of the problems people had was okay i pay money i pay so i i work in ghana mm-hmm. and my salary is taxed okay. and i now have to take a ride that is also taxed again and that i mean that ride is taxed but not just taxed i still have to pay an extra one um one cd levy so it's almost like multiple taxation from mm-hmm. different people so you're paying the government severally for using several services so um i mean maybe it won't be an a big a big deal for a lot of people but considering the fact that kenyans are not exactly having the best time economically yeah Yeah. (laughs) so
0: okay (laughs) so a story I did just popped into my head, and you you heard it here in this podcast first, too. And if guys, the two of you, if any reporter beats you guys with this story, me and you guys will have issues, big issues. But I just remember that Lagos had had a similar initiative. I reported on the story in 2020, around August, September, thereabouts. And uh that time it was a lot, is a lot more bigger issue than it was now. Then we're talking about you must use uh new cars to ride boats and all of that. Then they came out and denied it. Mm. Thank god. I had uh, documents <laughs> from. Well, I didn't post it, but I actually showed it to my bosses, and they were like, okay. They came to ask me, Immanuel Alpha, hope you were sure. Then they went to go and fight uh, those guys on Twitter. But right now, there's a Lagos State Road Development Fund levy, 2020 Naira, for every trip you take on boat. Just go on boat app and download your receipt. You will see it there. Now mm. you wrote an article last year yeah. about both trips where you were analyzing how many trips we were taking yeah. the most popular destinations if we can find the number of trips in lagos mm. last year in 2022 mm-hmm. we can know how much they made for mm-hmm. the road development fund levy then we cannot ask them what they are doing with it they are
1: doing
0: Lagos. got to battle is a federal project oh
1: okay so so they, can't, federal, they can't lay claim, claim, claim to that
0: <laughs> even the one they're even doing inside my estate i'm Pretty sure it's a federal project that they just colomboed, but mm. how much? Mm.
1: That's, that's if you can find, yeah. yeah.
0: So yeah, we we'll check later. Please check it. But yeah, that's an interesting one. And the ready lane space and the transportation space in Lagos is heating up. But before we come back to Lagos, let's go to Kenya, right? Kenya has this. They had this initiative. So electric vehicles are more of, seem to be more of a thing in East Africa than yeah. uh, Nigeria. So Ghana, again, too is doing, Ghana too is doing some interesting things. In Nigeria, we have Max with NG, and I'm sorry if you're working in this space and um, we don't know you or what you're doing, but please reach out. to Ghana, um, Max, Seal uh, Tech, to by Williams. You can check out the video on Tech Point. Yeah, Ma-
1: Max, Max is doing something
2: interesting so
0: So apart from those two i just mentioned can you think of any other person electric vehicles. electric vehicles
2: so i think gigm said they were using a few electric vehicles so So why i didn't think of judges because
0: i i'm thinking of them more in the more mobility uh logistics side okay yeah they said they
2: were going to be using for GIGM. yeah for um GIGL. They're going to using to be using electric vehicles um, for transportation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to. No, we had this. We have a stereo on it. Yeah, I think they tested it. Yeah, it's been it's been well. Like oh. around the time when they they launched it, um, they I think they they checked how long on full charge it to take. I think they could you could go from Lagos to. I, I can't remember how many hours, but there's a stereo. Oh. Oh, oh, cool, 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 cool. So my, my bad then.
0: So there's GIG. And I think Nord two has been doing some interesting things. But I don't know if it's fully operational for transportation too. So mm-hmm. That's the question. But we are hearing that Kenya has received $377 million to build electric buses.
2: Mm-hmm. What's, the, what's the plan? Okay. I mean, uh, so like you said, a lot of the a lot of the development in the electric vehicle space has been, at least in Africa, most of it has been in East Africa. For some reason, I'm not yet sure, maybe it's government regulations that is encouraging it, because Bolt has piloted electric vehicles in Kenya. Um, I think they wanted to do something in Nigeria, I can't remember, but a lot of it has been in in Kenya. So I guess government regulations are making it very easy, and then the idea is that we could build a, a bus route and um, it's like strictly electric buses Hmm. so 377 million that's that's a huge amount of money and it's going to be interesting to see how like how far it can go in bringing electric vehicles mainstream i mean it's not yet mainstream in in any part of the world but i think Kenya seems to be taking a lead on that and it will be interesting to just see how that goes Mm, so So the question i'm asking is a lot of things are
0: coming to my mind right you say you want to do something like this a really Mm. awesome project really ambitious project but where are they going to get these buses from
2: Mm.
0: that's i mean there are manufacturers in kenya that could actually put their weight and do this Mm. but for this amount where how are they going to get the buses are they going to behave like a government i know that will contract a foreigner to it's yeah. tough for nigeria uh, no sorry <laughs> nigeria the country i know or are they going to leverage these local players are they going to benefit from it so mm-hmm. the question in my head is where are they going to get these bosses from then number two how long is it going to take <laughs> to, have this. to have this rolling and i hope this is not going to be a white elephant project where you build it and no one can afford to, to, use, to it. use it
1: yeah that's, that's a really interesting question i I'm leaning towards the fact that they will use local um players to do it. Um we had um this Bolivia, sound like a robot now please life <laughs> life life. Okay. The, the air is coming Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm leaning towards um, the, um you know Kenya using local players to do this because they actually have a company that specifically builds electric buses. Right? Um I'm I'm trying to look for the name of the uh of that company. Mm. But what it does is they build buses, like mainly buses, nothing else, right? So um, they recently um, they raised um, about, was it not $70 million? Basigo? Yeah, I think so, yeah. They raised some amount of money and I think that just automatically places them like, like they're the perfect person to do that, right? Mm okay so yeah they're just
0: drawing my attention to the fact that is are they actually building buses or are they just building bus lanes
1: no they are not so what's going on is they're actually building um bus is that bus lanes okay right but then bus lanes means you need electric buses on those lanes okay so those lanes uh those lanes are basically serving us i don't know if you know um the way electric Trains work right, mm. electric trains work in such a way that the rail line there's an electrical source for the train on that rail line, right? Mm. So it's not as if it's using a battery or anything, it's like you are constantly connected to a grid on that lane. Mm. So it's not as if you need to go for a charge or something like that. So, they want what they want to do is build those lanes where those buses will work mm. but then you still need buses that will work on those lanes even though you've it's like you've built you you have um connection network connection in your house mm. but you don't have anything that uses electricity right so you still it's still a valid conversation
0: to be to, had to okay have. so yeah i'm guessing the it's it's like you mentioned or you hinted i think it's more of a policy drive that they've reduced import duty on electric vehicles that come to kenya and they've kind of tried to foster an enabling environment for electric vehicles i hope some countries are listening <laughs> to
1: this but
0: yeah that's that's quite an interesting one so what 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 are you betting will happen with this are we going to see kenya transition from the matatus to electric buses electric brt systems
2: yeah i'd like to root for them that this would happen within a reasonable time—three, four, three to four years—at years. least. Uh, okay, so maybe not like complete acceptance, but at least. Uh, so I, I, I like Kenya is not such a large country compared to Nigeria. So it, can we have it transporting ten percent of Kenyans in the next four years? Hmm. And um, that would be a win. Yeah, that would be a win, I think. And over the next, let's see, twenty years. It could become, it could get to, let's say, 30%. Uh, so I'm not holding out hope that it would even get to half. But can you have a plan where over the next 20 years, you have between 20
1: to 25%? Of, I actually think something like this could happen in Lagos soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good well, good. because the new with the road development fund fear <laughs> <laughs> well if you think about the new rail lines that that were just commissioned the blue rail line that is the kind of technology it uses the trains are electric so the same train that was being pushed That's, i think that's a conversation i actually spoke to some people about some they people push the train bolu you did not mention this <laughs> <laughs> I spoke to some people about no, that, not and I the video. video. I yeah, saw the video. train, yes. Train. train, yes. Was on WhatsApp train, train. Yes. yeah. So <laughs> the 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 what when I asked when I asked about that um the thing they said the legal state government said that they were not actually pushing the train and that was when they were just leaning on that this. was when the trains when the uh, flies imported imported those trains brought them in, okay, and the contractors men were basically, <laughs> <laughs> that the contractors men were basically goofing around the train because and they were the not pushing it. The and S- they also made an argument that those trains are pretty large. Too large to, to be, be pushed. I mean, but that's, then, that's, uh, valid. that's 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 valid. But then I did some Nigeria research. So I did yeah. some research and I found out that it's actually possible to push A train for for like five people to push a train that's happened before in India, right? Um so I was was covering my eyes. So I'm not very good with
2: physics, but no no not not like the physics. So Mm. I'm going to assume if you're going to push a bus, Mm. there's some I I can't tell you to go and push one bus Mm. on your own. Mm. But maybe if the three of us came together we could push a bus. Mm. So like if five people are pushing a train, Mm. I don't know.
1: (laughs) <laughs> if it's if that's possible, like, can um, like people even
2: push a truck, a truck,
1: a <laughs> corn oil truck? Exactly the same arguments. Um, you know, the, the person, making, yeah, okay. no,
2: it sounded ridiculous. That I mean, when yeah, I saw it, I looked at it and I was like, pushing train Oh, that like was what they sent to the group. Oh, yeah. So, what what, the, what I was wondering is, okay, at what time? So, we don't have full context, of course, like, was this when they were taking a ride that maybe it broke down and they it's, had to it's, push it. It's, it's not when they were which taking a ride. Which is highly unlikely. I've
1: taken a ride on the train and mm. I mean, it, was it was pretty solid.
0: No, I think the legal... While I was covering my ride, right, I was thinking you were about to because the excuses the government gives sometimes are really cringe. Mm. So, but I think
2: the the
0: explanation makes sense. I mean, I find it's hard to be able to have five... Five
2: Legosians. Mm. It's not like Legosians are buff like that... <sighs> Yeah. By is stone in the market, most people are going to be lean like me. So the chances are five of me is pushing a train. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not something light. Okay. Yeah. So uh, a very, very, very huge crypto
0: focused company. It looked like they wanted to push a train on their own. <laughs> and they got the result of what they were looking for. Mm-hmm. They went to push a train. Yeah. They, they tried they to push broke. the blockchain train.
1: Blockchain train. Like a...
0: this smile guy, yeah, and he's slim. Yeah. So <laughs> that was it. So Paxful shut down. Yes. What, what happened?
1: All right, so Paxful as um the CEO of Paxful, um Ray Yusef announced that the company would be shutting down and advised um not even told customers that had funds left in the company to um, withdraw their funds because they can't go on uh the reasons why the company is shutting down is because regulatory issues have been crazy lately uh there's also the crypto winter has refused to go well we've seen some developments but uh, the crypto winter <laughs> is still there um and then there's also the issue some uh, legal battles between the company and one of its co-founders right so the regulatory issues first right uh if you look at that yes he said yeah regulators are understanding the crypto space everything but there's still a lot that they don't know so they've been clamping down there's since the old ftx stuff there's been a lot of clampdown on on um crypto companies recently even binance is going through it right now um binance is going through legal battle with the cftc in the us and yeah i mean basically crypto companies are not having a good time right now and crypto winter well still as a result of a lot of crypto bad nap- bad happenings from last year you've seen crypto prices fall very bad so that's also another issue and then the third issue which I feel is the main reason why the company is shutting down is because of the legal battle between the company and one of its co-founders so um, he said the legal battle has caused a lot of people to leave the company so they don't have engineers again compliance specialists are no longer there the security guys are no longer there so the legal battle has caused because he said from what he said they just can't deal with that guy anymore. I guess he's causing a lot of problems, so people are like, "I'm leaving this place." So, yes. <laughs> those are the reasons okay, why the so company is going down. Which
0: of the reasons are you leaning towards? The last the one. The third, the last start, Last one. So here's why I don't think that's the case. Mm. A company that is very, very sound mm-hmm. is not going to shut down because of the N-
2: not, not necessarily. So, a very huge percentage of startups mm. that fail. Mm don't fail because they don't have money. They actually fail because of co-founder dispute. Co-founder dispute. Yeah. I think uh, I hinted at it at a few articles. So investors are always very careful if you are going to. That, so that's why you would see that there's a very good number of, um, like, there's a solid relationship usually between co-founders who get funded because investors are looking at that. Some people are skeptical about investing in husband and wife teams. Mm -hmm. what happens if you get divorced so that's why they would likely invest in two brothers or two siblings than a husband and wife so they would usually ask you how well do you know your co-founder before you go ahead so it's it's very possible because um now that co-founder we don't know how much of a stake he has in the company Mm -hmm. and if it's like if it's huge he could be he could be stalling management decisions you could actually be the reason why you don't pay staff, well, which yeah. is why staff could leave. um So if if they have, we've had several issues in Nigeria here where founders, they had this one was even a co-founder. They had issues with investors. The founder just was like, "Oh, I can't take this anymore. Take the company," and they walked out because, I mean, those disputes it, it could be a legitimate reason why they are hmm. they are shutting down. So, so it's
1: why do you think? It, it can be there. okay.
2: So, I should have asked if the co founder
0: was still with the company. He wasn't, he was kicked he out has, a year ago. Yes, he, he was kicked out oh, a okay, year so. ago. So, if he is not affecting decisions internally mm. and it's just the legal party, but
1: he's still on the board. He's
0: still, he's still on, on the board. board. So, so, so that's mean, not kicked out now. If someone's on the board, how
2: is that kicked out? I mean, you could be kicked out of leadership, but they can't. Especially if okay, I don't know how they are I've not I don't I've not looked at their numbers Actually, how do they, they found it completely out of the company. Depending on who that person is. If I'm a majority stakeholder, it's difficult. He it was not the
1: majority stakeholder,
2: was he? d I, t- I I don't He's not that. the CEO. It's not even when he's not a CEO. So if he, if he's a co-founder, then mm. I assume he was on the early founding team. Mm. He wasn't brought in. So that means he has significant stakes. Um you also don't know whether he has some of the investors backing him. If he had some of those investors backing him, it could make he life he miserable could, for yeah. the company. Okay, that's a fair point. And depending on the role he was handling, mm. I don't know. It could be could be messy actually.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's that's a messy it's one. It's pretty abrupt. It's Company has been around for a while. Uh, they started mm-hmm. in twenty fifteen. Yeah, Thanks. yeah.
0: They, they were even giving us data on
1: uh, yes, Nigeria usage. was one of the biggest markets. Yes, markets. Uh, one point five million users uh, in twenty twenty one. Nigerians alone did one point five billion. Wow. In crypto. Bitcoin okay. transactions,
2: so uh, billion dollars,
0: yeah, billion dollars. I'm telling you, <laughs> <laughs> well, I,
2: I, 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 all I of you. I The money.
0: <laughs> yeah, so uh I think, yeah, uh, let's 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 move from the bad news and yeah. talk very 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 briefly about short Yeah, it is something. Short last, so short last just raised three million dollars, right? For. $4 million. Four. Oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: they raised $4 million and they want to expand their operations in Nigeria. Yeah. Yes.
2: Okay, so what are the talking points you spotted? Okay, a few. Um, the ride-hailing space can't... I mean, it hasn't always been very favorable for Nigerian startups. Um and then the uh, last time the race was 2021, and they said they wanted to do a Pan-African expansion. Um, but now they are leaning towards a Nigerian expansion, which is a bit curious to me because the CEO says they have the infrastructure that they can easily plug in to expand across Africa. So why are you not doing all of that? Um, between 2021 and this time, a lot has changed in the macroeconomic environment. So. I'm making a guess that it's not as easy as they expected or as they thought to expand across Africa. And between that period, we've also seen some funny developments. Suivo and Public through a Spark made a few acquisitions, even tried to walk back on um, one of the acquisitions. I think that was Volt that they made. Um, so we've also seen Plenty of Walker. Trying to expand to Canada. Trips, please. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, trips now. Yeah, trips. Trying to expand to Canada and now tripping. Mm. Ah, don't leave me. Don't leave me. But yeah, it's just you also. But yeah, they try to expand to Canada. They made some acquisitions. I think in Uganda, um, two countries in Africa. I think yeah, Uganda and Ghana. Starbucks and one other. Um, but we can't really say that these guys are killing it so far. So. um, um so I, I'm a bit um skeptical and rightly so skeptical about it, but I kind of have some trust in Shotlass So Shotlass is one of those companies that had to bootstrap for a very long time before raising funds and they were um I mean when you bootstrap and stay alive for that long, it kind of helps you to think clearly. You you just use um what you have to get what you need. So mm. I'm holding out to that, okay, yes, you survived without funding yeah. and you can do a lot more now you have funding. But the reality on the ground, let's talk reality things, is that it is hard for you to build a ride hailing startup. Um, I was curious this morning, I asked, will you, how many local ride hailing successes do we have? Right, so mm. is this, what does this say about the ride hailing space? And okay. even I- not just Nigeria, but globally. We've seen Uber burn through a lot of money, and they're only trying to now get to profitability. Mm-hmm. We've seen Lyft. I think Lyft is now valued at less than the amount they have raised. So, this shows you that it's not a very easy place to play in. Um, we can't say for now, Like I, I don't have a crystal ball to say that you guys are going to succeed or not, but I'm holding out hope that they are able to succeed mm. and um hopefully prove that the Nigerian ride healing space is um is like worth investing in. So yeah. Um okay. shout out to trips sorry um short last for um a a new for new investments but um it's not it's not a straightforward road ahead. Yes. For I mean okay. I believe they know that already. I, I wish
1: there. them all the best. I yeah. they would do a-
0: yeah, so yeah, to to help startups like Shotlass do well to prevent more companies shutting down. Mm-hmm. Last year, the Nigerian Startup Act came into existence. And yeah, I think we should sign off with mentioning this. They've elected members of the council, the National Council for Digital Innovation and Entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. And of course, they now have a representative forum, people that were pre- representing the council and we have names like davison oturu managing partner at nubia capital muhammad ibrahim Jega. yeah he's the co-founder of dominion blockchain solutions we have Eloh omame the Mm. co-founder and general partner at first check africa a notable person in the tech space founder and ceo of outsource global amal hassan and yeah those are like the four representatives of the consultative program why am i mentioning their names because this we it's not enough to have just have that law over there it's not enough to say that the president has signed it yeah we celebrated it we've we've said all the good things you can do but that's where the work starts engaging these guys And these guys are the private sector stakeholders that you can actually engage with. So I'm not saying you should bludgeon them to death with questions and reaching out to them unsolicitedly, but give them a little bit of close marking. And these are the kind of people that can help you engage with the government whenever there's any issue, whenever you need something, uh, you have questions asked, but it's not just them, the entire Nigerian Startup Act team. So I think it's an important initiative but unlike government initiative, where you expect them to drop it on your lap, I don't think it's going to happen that way. You probably have to be the one to fight for it. So yeah, you can check out the video with, uh, we did with the special assistant to the Nigerian president on innovation, Oswad uh, Osare yeah. and you will hear him clearly asking you, what can you do about it? So Bolu, what can you do about the startup act? And what then, are you doing about it?
2: No, get startup No, get startup
0: You are working in a startup, so what can you do about it? You may see me or DM, we'll see, don't worry. We will see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry if you don't do anything about it, you know, you will get a book from the author called Yugosi Shege. <laughs> so, don't worry. <laughs> All right, guys. So, yeah, I'm going to leave you now. The uh, pitch Friday is coming next week next week right yeah, so next week friday we, next week friday we have an important update so watch out on the website for uh, that important update so don't just come to pitch friday like that to look for, out for that update to mm-hmm. don't say i didn't tell you <laughs> then we have the local startup expo coming Remember what I said last week, if you really, really care about your customers and you really, really care about making an impact in solving people's problems, the Startup Expo is a place where you get to engage with customers in a way you don't get to on a normal day. Mm. And you get to network with all the industry professionals and you get to network with investors and the media and every other person. So yeah, don't miss out. Head out to legostartupexpo.com, exhibit, sponsor, and attend the event. Then, what is it? am I missing? Am I missing anything else? Yeah, social media. Yeah,
2: app- the- the public the i promised that there'll be an article on open banking so yes i did oh, not fear you the article
0: is live yes
2: it okay. went live did i said it to go live so oh um, cool, cool. go, no, go read it and um, drop your comments or questions and yeah yeah you're free to drag him if you didn't do it well
0: yes yeah, so yes you are you are free then uh, don't forget to subscribe to his newsletter fintech today so he explores some of these topics in the fintech space and it's going to be getting a little bit of a facelift, but the idea is to provide you with as much value as possible in, an, in the shortest time possible. Then also the workaholic, all the trends in the workspace and the gig economy, the future of work, remote work, health insurance for employees, co-founder, employee stock options. Just come and have those conversations and we're exploring it, not just what's happening in Africa, but looking at what is happening globally. I mean, we just saw something about Layoffs being very very hard, difficult in Europe. Big tech have it very 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 hard to lay off people in Europe. Yeah, watch out for Nifemi's article on that. Yes, I've already rubbed that in. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, if you're listening to us on any of our audio channels, of course, those of us on YouTube, you know what to do now. Yeah. So audio channels.
1: Yeah, you can find us on Google podcast Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Hiya Radio, and anywhere else you get your podcast. All
0: right, people. See you in the next one.
1: Bye bye. Bye.